This call is being recorded. What have you done? Oh, what Danny's are you doing, out. Danny? Danny! Mm. Danny! It's being recorded and he's not even in it. He's not even in his own podcast that he started. Well, no, I, I would I would think, I'm thinking, I'm on the thought that Spider-Man is on the, the uprise again. Slightly the power of Marvel. You're cutting again, bud. Love making Spider-Man movies for sure. I want them to continue, but to be the last, the the pillar, the main pillar of what was going to be the final phase of Marvel, it's upsetting because Guardians of the Galaxy could have done it and it could have carried it. Yeah, I don't know if it could have carried it. I mean, I like Guardians. Well, of the Galaxy. with okay, you've got a strong, no, you got a strong Spider-Man to help support it. Mm-hmm. But now you've got nothing really, really strong to help support Spider-Man as it's trying to be the pillar for the Doctor final Strange, phase. Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. Those are the those are going to be the other ones that are going to support it. That and Black Panther. Black oh. Panther. Black Panther was alright. Yeah, it was I'm okay at best. Already. But I mean, it grossed a lot of money. Okay, well, speaking um, of, it did. But... Speaking of that, have you heard this, Danny or What's Alex? That? That uh, they want the new role for Superman, the bad guy from Black Panther. No joke. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I could see it. Since when is Superman black? I mean, I could see it. Superman. It showed a screenshot of him, a really nice uh, Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And he looks cool enough, but I, mean, I could see I it. I don't like it though. Well, it's like I okay. just don't like Superman it. being redone again. It's cra- it's exactly. crashing and burning. They so, need to reboot the whole entire thing all over um, again in like 10 on, years. On something that, that you, Alex, just said that, you know, he's Superman's not black. So um, we talked last week about the Netflix series, The Witcher, that's coming out that Henry Cavill's going to be in. Um, <laughs> so the head showrunner um, recently quit Twitter um, because he was talking about making Siri, who is one of the um, leading characters in the in the. Uh, in the books and in, in the games, no, that's uh, spelled the C. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she, um, there was he was talking about making her black, and I people just can't handle it. Yeah, well, based I mean, I off it. of Polish, it's based off of Polish culture and stories. And I mean, no offense, but black people weren't around then. This is like it was written not in the eleven hundreds. You know, yeah. black people have always been around there. Not, yeah, I mean, so. I know, but you know what I mean. Not in Poland. <laughs> not in that area. Yeah, yeah. not is in the eleven hundreds. Well, yeah, it's what, in Poland. My question is, why do they people. have to mix races? They have a lot of awesome parts for a lot of yeah. black. Yeah. Like, yeah, if they made five. Green Lantern, if they made a Green Lantern with a black guy, the, I forget his name. What's that his makes name? sense. Um, that would. I do know who you're talking about. He was one of the best Green Lanterns. I'd be yeah. make, stoked for that. Make yeah. um, Michael B. Jordan into that Green Lantern, and I will watch it all day. Yes, he'd make a great Green Lantern. In a minute. Would be in a fantastic. Minute. Dude, I'm all for it. That's my yeah. vote. Michael B. Jordan is the new Green Lantern. I'm cool yeah. with that. I could see him pulling but why off do the, they have to the make grizzled Marine. Superman? Like, I don't know, dude. I don't either. They're just sorry. ruining it. It's ruined. Superman, DC I'm sorry. Ruined. Superman... Superman is hard enough to make, as we've seen from the 1980s movies that are yeah. trash. 
they were good for their time. Yeah, but, but still, I'm sorry. They pick up the bad guy and drop him in jail. It doesn't work. No, they finally did something with Superman where it's like, oh, let's give him enemies and he can actually fight now. And exactly. And they did that well with Superman. And Henry Cavill is perfect. He, he did for really Superman. good at it. Yeah. I mean, he was a looked, good. Just the way he looked, all of that was perfect. To the point, the man was dark. huge. Ah, uh, but that's the huge. DC universe is very dark. But. And that's and, okay. Well, that's the thing, though. Superman can't be a fighter and not be dark. Yeah. Otherwise, you wind up the drop the bad guy in jail, Superman. Yeah. That's just lame. Because in the comic books, he had to be sometimes. That was the point. And that's what I liked like, about Man of Steel is like how at the end he snaps General Zod's neck. Which, when I first watched the movie, I was like, holy crap, Superman doesn't do that. I like where this <laughs> is going. Yeah. Because it's. He doesn't. He can't be himself. He he can't be. He can't save everybody. You know, some people are beyond saving. Um, right, I guess that's the message. But and and I I like that. I, it's a good message. I feel like, but yeah, they I don't know. Him, they just they kind of made Superman too ominous. Um, my yeah. opinion on Superman now is that you know he's a country boy. He's supposed to be like any yeah. other man, but the DC yeah. is like. Their whole uh, like view on superheroes is like they're, mm-hmm. they're gods above everyone else. They're like, yeah, you know, which is what I liked about about Marvel, especially like with Iron Man three. Yeah, where it's people. like, okay, let's let's take Tony Stark out of the Iron Man suit and not make Iron Man for the like, well, three quarters of the movie. movie. I personally liked it. It's one of my favorites, but really, that's besides the point. I hated what they did with the Mandarin. I did too, but because like I mean, I guess in a I, one I shot they rebuttaled that, and the real Mandarin came around. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "So I hear you've been impersonating me to this weird actor guy." I mean, don't get me wrong, Ben Kingsley was hilarious. Oh, he was but... great for the role. Yeah, it was funny. I had a laugh. But for what that I mean, actor part that he did, yeah, great. But yeah, I loved <laughs> how the 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 ending sold the movie for me. How it it. it it did what I wanted as a kid, where he's got all of his suits flying around all at the same time. It didn't okay, make sense yeah. Here. Why is he blowing all of them up? Because he's sacrificing. Necessary. It's he's sacrificing what he loves for who he loves. This didn't make sense. To me. But then he just goes back to what he loves. Exactly. Yeah. Sense? It makes perfect sense. I mean, how does that make sense? It made zero sense. <laughs> but then she's um, just fine though. She's like, "Oh, you can give up the suits for me. Oh, you're picking the suits back up." Oh, they it's just, okay. They can't get the three cool down. They can't get it. They down. did actually. With well, with what's it you called? You wonder why they didn't make an Iron Man four? Because Iron Man three was so terrible. Actually, I think Iron it's Man 2 because was worse Robert than Iron Man Jr. 3. was set to do like all the after all the Avengers movies and stuff. He was going to be done, and mm-hmm. that's all the movies that they had in his contract. Like the amount of movies, I don't think it had anything to do with the. Yeah. Iron Man three was terrible. It did. Um, I mean, it definitely affected I mean, sales. I feel like it's like the first Thor wasn't. I mean, it was okay. The second Thor was garbage, and the third one was fantastic. So yeah, I like the. Second what was so Thor. garbage about the second Thor, though? That's my question. The writing, the villain, everything. Well, you could say really this is garbage, but you're not explaining. Even, even, even. Chris Hemsworth himself said that he hates that movie. He almost quit Thor for that movie. 
Like, that's how much he hates that movie. <laughs> I, kind of I mean, I like it storyline-wise. I keep it I keep it cynical for storyline-wise. Like, no, I did... I wish they would have done more with the villain, because the villain was extremely generic. Yeah, I'm here. it's like, I okay, let's have this thousand-year-old bad guy. It's like... Yeah. He has no... Then, but they gave like, him, like, no backstory, no nothing. Yeah. I felt like it was a filler movie to find one of the stones. That's all I feel like it was for. Pretty much, yeah. Was, yeah. I could see that. And what happened to his? Uh, I forgetted her freaking name because they wrote her out of the Jane series. Foster. Jane yeah. Foster. They explain. They explain they, it in the uh, very, Ragnarok. Very slightly for a second. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's, he's like, like oh, sorry, you, Jane he's jumped like, you. Oh, it was a mutual yeah. dumping, and that's all that it was. He was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she was quit cute. it because she she like hates superhero movies or something like that. She Natalie quit Portman. because she wanted a director. Well, her, they could change and they said no. Care. Yeah. They changed, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, War Machine. So they can change. Well, they changed War Machine because Wesley Snipes went to jail. Well, you mean. And they had a, Cuba Gooding they had Jr. A, was. No, not Cuba Gooding Jr. What's his name? The guy who played War Machine yeah. wasn't Wesley yeah, Snipes. Yeah, it was. No, I know. I know. The original I, one, Cuba Gooding Jr. Whatever yeah, it was, was Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, I think he went to. There was a big contract dispute, and then like they almost had it solved, and he went to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez everyone's they're multi billionaires. Why are they evading taxes? <laughs> Come on, guys, pay your taxes. Fair. Is it they that hard? To, they shouldn't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, they have enough problems with, this, with all that money. Don't you see? Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I like I like who they have. <laughs> For War Machine, but yeah, uh, no, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with him. Uh, Terrence no. Howard is War just... Machine in Iron One. It's not Cuba Gooding Jr. Terrence Howard, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, some guy, I don't really know. I don't know. Just in that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have replaced um, the actor. I like him as an white... actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish they would have made him a white guy. Why? Ah, War Machine's I'm black. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't want a black Superman. But that's my point. Why do we have to change the race of superheroes? We don't. At any point. What is the point? There isn't one. So they're like, right, oh, they're... let's change this guy's race and let's change this guy's <laughs> race. Why? Why don't you just give them an awesome role as an awesome superhero that is of the same race? What's wrong with that? And you then, know, yeah, you could, people are going to call me racist and... Well, hate me forever because I'm like, yeah, let's not change the races. Oh, a black guy can't be Superman? No, he can't. Look at a comic book. I love a mic. Well, I think there's some. Isn't there a co- isn't there one where he's black? There's no. not one? There's not a single comic no. series where Superman is black? Nope. That's shocking. There's a comic series where the Punisher is black. Hmm. That's there's a comic series. Totally there's a few comic series where <laughs> Nicholas, Nick Fury is black. That's why Samuel L. Jackson was a cool part for that. Uh. Yeah. See, I, I don't have a problem with Michael. He's B. pretty good at it. Being Superman, I have a problem with them doing Superman in general. Yes, as it's too. It's it's overdone. It just doesn't work, man. They just need to give up. It's all same as Batman. It's over. Batman's been redone yeah. so many times. It's yeah, just it's, it's time to stop. 
I liked what they were doing with Batman. Like, obviously, they couldn't get it worked out. But he wasn't a main character in his own movies and whatnot, which was fine with me. I know they were going to make a Batman movie, but, like... Well, I don't know... I don't know who said this, like, like many podcasts ago, and we were talking about superheroes before, mm-hmm. but somebody was like, uh, one of you guys said Marvel made the, uh, the characters, and they fit them to the actors, whereas DC is trying to make the, these good actors and fit them into the, their characters. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. don't know yeah, who totally said that, true. but yeah, one of you guys, it is true. No, I agree with it's, that. It's totally true. Yeah, because I mean, you they took the actors for them. Yeah. yeah, and because yeah. of that, Ben Affleck wasn't committed and he screwed it up. And he yeah, I don't know. He did a so great really... job at it, but yeah. I mean, now for the rest of my life, whenever I think of Iron Man, I'm going to think of Robert Downey Jr. When yeah. I think of Captain they America, made, I'm going to automatically think of Chris up. Evans. They raised him up in that role. That's who Yeah, know. and Sherlock Holmes. And Sherlock like Holmes, which is coming out in. <laughs> Uh, pretty soon, I think. Um, so which it, also right? on Sherlock Holmes, uh, there's a John C. Riley and uh, um, Will Ferrell Sherlock Holmes movie coming out. What? Yeah. That sounds really. Called which Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Will Ferrell. Hmm. And John C. Riley is going to be Watson. It honestly, <laughs> I love anything those two guys do. So. <laughs> I just see I see it being very hilarious. <laughs> or a total lame um, snorefest. But I mean, honestly, like Ooh. Tony Stark, I mean Tony Stark and and uh, what's his name Robert Downey Jr. are the same person essentially. Yeah. I mean they both have similar it, backstories and. I'm glad it's not Tom Cruise. Yes, as am was. I. Oh yeah. And I mean. Oh, if they make Tom Cruise the Green Lantern, I'm going to. That's my fake lawsuit. <laughs> I swear, DC um, Universe, you will kill this for me. Stan Lee, like, absolutely loves Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He goes, he is the perfect Spider-Man. He's the perfect Spider-Man. I like him. In my opinion. I, I think he's really good at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm kind of glad they got someone closer to Spider-Man's age I've been group. watching a lot of Instead of a 38-year-old who was... I have been, too. <laughs> the Spider-Man movie uh, videos on YouTube. Yeah. Analyzing them. And I liked, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I liked The Amazing Spider-Man when it, when it came out. Same here. The, the Andrew Garfield. But looking yeah. back, they're awful. Yeah. They're abysmal. Once I watched that analytical video, terrible. I was like, oh yeah, that is yeah. kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, I both were terrible, and I hate them now. Like, why did they focus on his parents added to the plot of the movie? Yeah, it's completely pointless. They didn't need to do that at all. Not even <laughs> And they, the parents were killed Spider- by Oscorp, that's why. The amazing, well, actually, technically, in the comic books, his parents are agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that's yeah. here, neither here nor there. But well, Why didn't they put um, that in the story? Right. They, um, couldn't put that, they couldn't put that in fan, The Amazing Spider-Man because that's before Disney owned Fox and there was rights to S.H.I.E.L.D. that wasn't theirs and so on and so forth. But, uh, I don't know, it's... Yeah, I, I can I can talk about Spider Man now if you guys want me to. Yes, segue from home from Spider Man movies into the brand new Spider Man video game that our lovely host Danny is going to <laughs> tell us how it is. Yes, Danny, well, like, very Oh well. my gosh! Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
and that's uh, as do. everybody <laughs> <laughs> as everybody here knows um well at least you should know um i have been waiting for spider-man for like two years 30 40 years something like that um and uh, ever since it was like rumored, I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool!" And then they showed first gameplay, and I was like, "Holy crap, this is gonna be amazing!" Um, and the first second I had to pre-order, I pre-ordered it because, and I don't do that a lot. I don't pre-order a lot of games. Never, almost never. Um, especially an EA game, I will never pre-order an EA game. But that's besides the point. Um, but uh, this was like fantastic from the second I, I stayed up on Thursday night to play at eleven o'clock at night. And uh, took off work so I could stay up the entire night and play as much as I wanted to. Um, I stayed up to like one thirty, so only like a couple. Um, from the beginning scene where he's like gets an emergency call that like the police are moving in on Fisk and he's trying to hurry up and like get ready for the day and trying to eat breakfast while he's trying to get on a spider suit and like it's. <laughs> Just the whole scene of him like trying to scramble and his, his life's not together yet and he's been Spider-Man for eight years. Right. I really feel like they you guys I'm sure you guys remember the nineties Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Slightly. Where he had where he had Spider-Man down. He'd been doing Spider-Man for a long time and he's good at being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Good at being Peter Parker. Right. Yeah, not so and that's essentially what this game is, is he's invested so much time into being Spider-Man that he's good at Spider-Man, but he's terrible at being Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. Um, that's kind of his whole role. Yeah. And, and so I, I would one of the biggest things I liked about the game was the fluidity of all the movement. The Insomniac nailed um, your webs actually stick to buildings. So if you're taller than buildings, you're not swinging. Um, in Central Park, you can still swing, which is nice, but you got to be really low to the ground. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's ways to increase your movements. And, like, every three levels, you can, like, it increases your maximum speed that you can obtain. Um, and with pre-ordering the game, I got the Velocity Suit, which increased my speed greatly, which was awesome. Um, the combat was, uh, was, was pretty interesting. Um, for combat-wise, think of uh, any of the Arkham games. Okay. Um, it's very, very similar to that. Like, there's finishing moves. You use your gadgets to help you along. Um, what I really liked about it was like how you use your webbing and everything. Um, you don't overpower your enemies, because Spider-Man doesn't do that. He's very athletic and very agile mm -hmm. so you're better off like launching your enemies up in the air and then meeting them up in the air and just beating the crap out of them up there or you can throw them up in the air grab them with a web and just swing them into somebody else um there's a lot that you can do um and the gadgets get pretty interesting because like you got like the web trip mines so basically like you can attach it to another enemy and it will launch out to another enemy or a wall but I like it when it's two enemies, and it'll pull them together and then web them both up, um, which is pretty neat. But uh, <clears throat> the game starts out with you um, taking on Fisk, and I played on the amazing difficulty, which is like the medium, and uh, I died like three or four times fighting Fisk at the beginning. It's just... Uh, he's one of those enemies. He, he's very... 
he's overpowering versus where you have the speed. So it's it gets hard. Um, and then from there, you go about being Spider-Man. You stop random crimes. You're helping out the police force a little bit. Um, one thing I did really love about it is um, I wore the Spider-Punk outfit for a bit. Which he's got like the denim jacket and he's got the the mohawk and spikes and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I was save, I was swinging around and, and saving people and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, uh, J. Jonah Jameson gets on his podcast and he's like, "Can you believe I'm getting reports that Spider-Man's running around this city with metal spikes on his head, and sporting a <laughs> denim jacket? The little punk has yeah. gone completely punk and like all this kind of stuff, like making fun of me and everything." Doing. And yeah. Exactly. Um, like uh, I was focused on a story mission, and I forgot. Like I didn't save. I didn't stop like a criminal in a van. And then like he gets on later and is talking about how he almost died because Spider-Man didn't stop some villain, some criminals in a van. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's very like um, I switch I switch costumes quite a bit because I like all of them. I have a couple favorites, but um, so your actions really so like have consequences. Yeah, because there's a Twitter feed that um, uh-huh. you, you can nice. access in the pod, in the uh, pause menu, mm-hmm. and uh, like cool. I noticed on there, somebody was asking like, well, "How does Spider-Man have so many costumes, and how can he change so fast, and all this kind of stuff?" Um, um, but as far as villains, uh, they really bring it all out. Uh, you start off like early on fighting Shocker, uh, which is really neat what they did with him. Yeah, and the, then you end up. You, they focus really heavily at the beginning, fighting uh, Mister Negative. Um, I and he's. I never even heard of him. He was introduced in a comic book. I think really two thousand four, two thousand five. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this they're really bringing him to the limelight. Like now, it's a household name. Um, That's so weird. And he's 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 interesting as a, as far as a character goes. I wouldn't have expected his character to develop as much as he did. Uh, but Aunt May is still alive and well, and uh, you help her out. She works at like this homeless shelter that's run by uh, Martin Lee, who in fact is Mister Negative, but nobody. Knew. Um, and then Peter Parker ends up discovering, well, I... oh, you're you're Martin Lee, and so that that's that's interesting. And uh, the at the beginning of the game, you Peter Parker and Mary Jane are not together. They are still friends, but they are not dating. Um, and, and in fact, like you're, you're like eating dinner with her, like at this restaurant, like just kind of talking about work and everything like that. And Peter Parker gets an emergency call. So he ducks out real quick and the camera pans over to the chef, which is uh, Stan Lee. Uh, uh, and he's, oh, he's nice. like, he, he's talking to Mary Jane. He's like, you know, I always did enjoy seeing you two kids together. <laughs> I just thought that was, that was really neat. Oh, um, but uh, and I, it, it looked like he was. Now. Yeah, um, but uh, so you at your job that you work at, you're a scientist, um, and you work for Octavius Industries. Which okay, spoiler alert! I should have put that out there. I'm gonna spoil parts of the game. Um, so if you ain't played it and you want to and you don't want to spoil, oops. Um, but uh, so you work for Doctor Otto Octavius. Um, who really? And ends up becoming Doc Ock. What? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, he absolutely hates Norman Osborn, who is the mayor of the city. Um, which is weird. 
I've never seen that done before. That's um, interesting. See, that, this is what I like, though. Insomniac is making it their own. Yeah, they're they're that. changing I things love up. That. Yeah. Um, Something and there's refreshing yet it's still a bit. Yeah, well, because like just the, the swinging and the storyline and I, like I I follow Spider-Man pretty well. Um, so as soon as I saw you know Doctor Octavius, I was like, holy crap! Uh, yeah. I'm gonna end up he's gonna end up becoming going crazy <laughs> and becoming Doc Ock. Sports, and yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, he does. But the <laughs> way that. that he does it is just absolutely incredible. Um, well. Even though I knew it was coming, it still shocked me. Um, mm. not like oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming. Like oh my gosh, they did this incredibly well, and right. this is going to be an interesting boss fight. Um, because you essentially help him design the arms because you're helping him design prosthetic for like veterans who like lost limbs. Um, oh. and he uh, he hates Oscorp so much that he ends up designing the arms and going crazy. But uh, and that. Because you, you end up fighting um, Rhino and Scorpion at the same time. That's That was a tough fight. Because <laughs> cool. not only do I got to worry about Rhino charging at me, but now I got to worry about Scorpion shooting Venom at me, and he <laughs> crawls all over the place. The one that was really interesting was fighting Vulture and uh, Electro at the same time. That was that was interesting. Yeah, these combo <laughs> boss battles. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because they start off like one-on-one. like It's you and Electro. And then yeah. Electro, like, you beat up Electro enough that, like, Vulture swings in. And you're like, all right, you know, I got Vulture. That's fine. And then, like, they both show up, and you're like, oh. Uh, all okay. right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and then um, Tombstone ends up being in the game. He's kind of like a minor villain, but he's not a part of the Sinister Six. Um, but he's he's a pretty interesting guy to fight. Um, but, uh, like, that, that final, he... Ah, that final fight with Doc Ock is just—it's incredible. Uh, it's he no ends up knowing that Peter Parker is Spider Man, and uh, um, I'm not gonna spoil a lot of the end game stuff, yeah. but uh, it's it, it gets. I do plan on playing it. Yeah, and, and you <clears throat> shouldn't. And yeah. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you <clears throat> ever enjoyed even watching an Arkham game being played, this game is definitely for you. It's the fluidity and the ability to go, you know, I want to go from one end of Manhattan to the other yeah, and then swing there. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I only used the fast travel system to get a trophy and it's use a fast travel system five times. And it's funny because like, <laughs> You know, whatever suit you'll, you're in at the time, like you'll be riding the subway in that suit. And uh, <laughs> oh, so, subway. Nice. yeah, so the, um, <laughs> the spirit suit that I sent you a picture of with uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, he has the uh, uh, Ghost Rider ability with the flaming right. skull and everything. I was sitting on the subway with that, <laughs> sitting next to a guy that's dressed up like Spider Man. And like we're just sitting there chatting. <laughs> um, there was another one that I did where it was the, the vintage comic book suit. And uh, he's like, this girl's like sitting on a boombox, like you can hear music playing, and Spider Man's just like kind of like not bobbing his head along with the beat and everything <laughs> like that. It's just like it's like Spider Man really is a part of the city, and people love him. Yeah. Um, Miles Morales is in the game. Um, <laughs> he, he plays uh, parts, 
you do. You you play as him probably like three or four times. Yeah. Uh, same with same with Mary Jane. Mary Jane, like the last mission I played with Mary Jane was quite a bit of fun. Um, you find out quite a bit of stuff about Osborne that leads into the next game. Uh, again, not going to spoil that because next game or DLC. The next game, they're going to make a whole game out of this. They already confirmed that that story is too big to put into a DLC. It has to be a whole separate game. Um, Interesting. Which is why they didn't put one of the suits in the game that everybody wanted. But, anyways, um, it makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing he said. He said, "I don't want to do um, Spider-Man three for a game yeah. like that's. I don't want to do that. So I, I want to focus." I want to focus on yeah. Well, you're a nerd, story. and not the cool kind. <laughs> um, Taskmaster is also in the game. Um, in case you don't know who he is, he's he's interesting. He mimics every move that you make in the game, so you really have to get creative with your gadgets and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's sweet. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, honestly, my rating it's ten out of ten. I've Beaten the story. I have two trophies left to go to get platinum. Uh, it'll be the first game I ever platinum, and I plan on starting a new story over again after I complete it and waiting for the DLC. So, yeah. get it, play it, rent it, do whatever you got to do to try it. Yeah, you'll like it. Sure. Trust. If you like open world games, you're gonna love it. It's the best one I've ever played, and my top five games of all time. It's definitely in there. Nice. Just not you wouldn't say number one. Um, really close. It'd be hard to try to choose between them. Um, I honestly between this game and God of War, I see both of them easily becoming game of the year. Yeah, hmm. I can see that. They 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 both have God of War's got. A, Huge emotional story behind it, and Spider Man does too. Um, just I feel like Spider Man has the replayability to back it up. Um, and oh my gosh, the last 20 minutes of the game is so emotional, it's just non it's a, it's a roller coaster ride of emotions, it really is. Um, so both of them fantastic stories, uh, and Honestly, I'm glad that I own a PlayStation 4. So it, it made me... If I didn't own a PlayStation 4 before now, I would definitely buy one to play this game. Jeez. Strong words. Very strong words. Yeah. And even though I paid 60 bucks for it, and I'm only about probably 30, 35 hours in, I'm still extremely happy that I paid that yeah, much. Yeah, only, only 35 hours in. It came out, what, a week ago? Last Friday. That. Yeah. Oh, not even a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Danny, we were talking about uh, DLC and stuff earlier. Um, yeah, they um, already announced the DLC, didn't they? Yes. So there's a DLC. There's three DLCs. Um, you can pick them up for twenty five bucks for all three of them, or uh, I believe ten bucks a piece. Uh, the first one they already announced is going to focus on Black Cat, uh, which she is in this game, but it's going to focus more heavily on her. Uh, and they've already confirmed a couple new suits. Because I think no, you don't play as her. Um, She leaves like these little, like sort of like picture the Riddler trophies basically. Yeah, she leaves like little cats lying around, and you gotta find them. Um, But once there's only like twelve of them, 
So once you find them all, she gives you a suit, which is really cool looking. Um, and the suit choice in the game, fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Um, the small little detail, small little details they put in the in the game is, oh, so if you're in the uh, advanced suit, which is the one with the big white spider on it, mm-hmm. um, and you do the dive off of any building, uh, if you zoom in on photo mode, um, you can see ripples in the back of his suit as he dives. How it, you know, how Amazing Spider-Man Two opened up, how him diving, yeah, you see the ripples, look at the air moving, like that's what the suit does in the game. Um, yeah, that's cool. So there's rocket launcher enemies in the game, which is pretty cool. Um, and you can like basically grab the rockets out of midair and swing them back oh, into enemies. Yes. Um, but uh, if you zoom in on the rockets, like it gives all the specs of it and everything. And at the end, it says guaranteed to kill spiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of neat that. like interesting yeah. little things um, hidden all throughout the game. Yeah, um, you said the cameos from Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. So there's there's a couple things. Like, there's a point where you have to stop a train. And uh, so he starts shooting out webs like crazy and tries to do the thing from Spider-Man 2 where he stops it. Um, and then the webs break and he goes, oh, I could have sworn that worked last time. Yeah. Um, and then you end up finding like a pizza <laughs> shop somewhere throughout the game. And... Uh, <laughs> um, it's like it's playing the pizza theme from the old game where like you were doing the pizza run. <laughs> the Italian music. <laughs> yeah. They play and, that. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, like there's <laughs> one point where you find a backpack because you got to find all the backpacks you left when you were in high school. Um, you find a backpack that has a drawing that a kid made for you. Of, he's like, oh, I remember when I found this kid's balloon and I gave it back to him. He gave yeah. me this drawing. And... <laughs> <laughs> like just the um just the little things like that they insomniac was like haha look at this um like miles morales wears a uh uh clank shirt from ration clank oh does um, he? that's cool yeah um yeah. it's you can tell that they put a lot of hard work into this and they were putting all the bets that it would pay off and it really did um it's it's fantastic i honestly could talk about it for 45 minutes, but I probably shouldn't. Do <laughs> um, uh, you think we'll play as any other characters in the future? Um, I really do. There's uh, another spider characters. They, um, I really don't want to spoil anything because I want you to enjoy it. Um, they I'll enjoy it if you spoil it or not. So. Uh, Joe's got to be okay. Um, <laughs> So heavy, heavy, heavy in-game spoilers here. Um, okay. If you're last listeners, you... if you don't want to be spoiled on this game, go ahead and skip ahead. Skip ahead like probably three minutes, I would say. Yeah. Um, Two, three. So okay. the last mission you play is MJ. Uh, you're in Oscorp's uh, penthouse, and okay. you uh-huh. you end up discovering because Harry said that Harry Osborne, your friend said that he's going away on a vacation to Europe. Um, come to find out, uh, he's extremely sick. Um, he's got like a, a regenerative cell disease. Um, so Norman's trying to cure him. And uh, <clears throat> you end up discovering a secret lab where they're testing a bunch of things. Uh, you end up finding like the pumpkin bombs and a prototype for a glider and 
um, like a new mask for a heads-up display and everything, which is neat. Um, and uh, you end up seeing, finding a bunch of spiders in, in cases. Um, and they are the spiders that turn spider, uh, Peter Parker into Spider-Man. Um, huh. And by accident, you, as Mary Jane, knock it over, and you got a bunch of spiders crawling all over <laughs> you. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you kick them all off, and you end up going back to this homeless shelter where uh, Aunt May, Peter Parker, and Miles Morales are working at. And, um, well, you accidentally missed a spider. And the yeah. spider goes creeping down and Bites ends up it. biting Miles Morales. Oh. And, uh, so, like, yes. and they, they leave that. They leave that for, like, the rest of the game. And then, like, after one of, like, one of the mid-credit scenes is Miles Morales is helping Peter Parker move into his new house. And uh, he's like, you know, uh, he's like, so, like, I got something I got to talk to you about. And he's like, it's, it's pretty weird. And he's like, Peter's yeah. like, well, what's up? And he goes, well, there's some really weird things have been happening to, like, my body. And he's like, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, like, uh, you're about that age. You <laughs> some weird things happen. Uh-huh. And, and uh, like, it's completely natural. Um, he's like, no, no, real, <laughs> gross. Like, no. Um, he's like, well, like maybe if I just show you. And he's like, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't show me that stuff. No, I don't want to see. And then Miles jumps up and he like, he like sticks to the ceiling, and he's like, it's, it's pretty weird, isn't it? And like Peter jumps up on the ceiling too in the same pose, and he's like, yeah, it's not all that weird. And then like the game ends. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, like literally, like during that scene, I, I got goosebumps watching that scene. It was, it was so like it was just. Peter I really took on a mentorship role with Miles, and so yeah, really they really heavily, they really heavily pushed that. Um, but yeah, that's the the first DLC is October, um, second DLC is November, and third DLC is in December. So we're definitely gonna um, play as Miles Morales at some point. I either in this next game or one of the DLCs probably. Yeah. Um, I could definitely. see them kind of doing a DLC where they're like kind of showing him, like how to become Spider-Man, basically. Kind of showing them, like, tricks of the trade kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, everybody's... Not everybody, but a lot of people are petitioning uh, Insomniac, like, the, just during the week of uh, Christmas and, and New Year's to ha- make it snowy in New York City, how they did in, oh, like, yeah. GTA. Oh, um, that'd be sweet. Which would be that'd pretty be really cool, sweet. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it. I could gush and gush and gush about this game, but it's go play it, go figure it out for yourself. You'll love it. I'm excited. Also, they <laughs> they have a bunch of Easter eggs for other Marvel characters. Um, and one of your backpacks, you end up finding a, a card for um, uh, Daredevil that he that he has. Yeah. Um, like his lawyer, his lawyer card, um, oh, and he's like, he's like, this blind guy gave me this this card. It's kind of weird. <laughs> he said, uh, if Spider Man was ever in trouble, to to call him. He's like, what's really weird is he knew that I was Spider Man, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> yeah. is a couple of things. Is it's um, Matt Murdock defended Spider Man, um, in I think one of the Civil War comics, as uh, what's it called? He was on trial. Civil War Spider-Man. one. Right. Yeah. Right. Civil War one. 
Yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. But they could definitely, with the with the mechanics and everything, they could do a Daredevil game very well. Yeah. Because they're, they, they said, Insomniac there... said that they are very open to doing other Marvel characters. Yes, that's what I'm the real question I would have with a Daredevil game is their fear that it would possibly end up being far too much like a Batman game. Because they're really very similar be. in their own respects. Obviously, Daredevil yeah. has the sonar and the power mm-hmm. and whatnot. But it would, aside from that, it would have a huge danger of falling into like an Arkham-esque, pretty Arkham much style. almost Arkham copy yeah. Yeah, game. The, the reason why Spider-Man doesn't feel like Arkham is because of the environment. You're not limited to, you know, jumping off and, and grappling and then and then kind of coasting and grappling and coasting. This is, right. I'm moving through Manhattan at lightning speeds. Um, and it's very bright. And I mean, even at nighttime, you feel like I'm Spider-Man. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So is, but, there a, uh, is there a day-night sequence? I yes, assume? there is. There is a, not like a day-night cycle, um, but depending on what mission you play, there it's either going to be a day, night, or sunset. Um, or in a couple instances, it can be like rainy. Um, once you beat the game, you can uh, control the weather. So make it day, night, or sunset. So, I wish you could make it rainy because I really like the rain effects because like the suit kind of glistens, and uh, you can see like if you zoom in on the face, you can see like water like rolling off of his eyelenses and everything. And yeah. Detail. Oh yeah, lots and lots of crazy detail. But uh, but yeah, game that big and still with really good graphics. Fantastic graphics. Um, I honestly, I knew that there wasn't a downgrade. Like looking at the technical side of things, I knew that there wasn't a downgrade. Um, but then just seeing it is is a whole nother thing. Uh. I ran the Stark suit from Homecoming through most of the game. And just the, the way that that suit looks, some of the screenshots I took, um, just they look like they belong in a movie. I mean... Like Homecoming. Exactly. Um, <laughs> in fact, yeah. um, a couple of people on the subreddit that I'm a part of, they uh, like they made actual posters that you couldn't tell <laughs> if they were a movie or if they were <laughs> in the game. I mean... They're good. <laughs> yeah. Um. I uh, watched somebody did a the the fight with Vulture. Somebody wore the homemade homecoming suit. <laughs> oh, nice. But uh, but yeah. Um. Like I said, I could just gush and gush and gush, but I'm sure nobody wants to hear me gush about it. But the second that you get to play it, play it. Go to Family Video. Go to Redbox. Rent it. You won't want to bring it back. You can find a copy. Yeah. yeah, if you can find a copy. Um, it's already tripled what God of War did. Triple. Some amount of time. That's insane. Tripled. Tripled. Yeah, we were talking about this before the podcast a little bit. Yeah. But it's like the expectation thing is what pushed it over the yeah. edge. I think. The the insane amount of hype because I mean Marvel is. They have the hype train following them no matter what. They're um, nothing but hype. Is that what you're saying? I mean, they they perform. I'm kidding. Too. No, that was. Right. Um, I was just kidding. I, it's, nothing I know. 
<laughs> but uh, God of War didn't really have the hype behind it. Like people that loved God of War were amped for it, <laughs> and then it once it came out, nowhere. yeah, and then once it came out, everybody was like, "Holy crap, this game is actually fantastic." Yeah. The story is incredible. So, and then it really picked up speed. Um, I mean, honestly, Sony's got just a plethora of amazing single-player console exclusives. It's it makes me very happy to be a PlayStation Four owner. True. Right, and that yeah, that's how we. Danny and I were talking about this also before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Microsoft is just they dropped the bomb. It's all about PlayStation now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean if my, you're an Xbox fan, that's cool. But yeah, PlayStation's I mean, good luck playing exclusive. Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that blows my mind. Like, they can't even play it. Um, like, I thought it was hilarious. Um, somebody on the subreddit was like, um, like, I'm so happy uh, I just got off work and I can't wait to go to GameStop and pick up, um, uh, Spider-Man for my Xbox. Like, I'm so happy. And <laughs> oh, everybody's like, it. I really hope that you're joking because if you're not, you're going to be really disappointed. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, it's like somebody's it. like, we, somebody's like, you can play Lego Marvel superheroes and play Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like Christmas morning, guys. <laughs> I'm more excited than I've ever been about anything. <laughs> uh or you could, I mean, which a lot of people were kind of upset about this, but GameStop jacked up the prices of uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 video game to like 50 bucks. Why? Um, Why? Well, because here's the thing. Old ladies will come in and they'll go, yeah, yeah I want the, that new Spider-Man game that my grandson's been talking about. Yeah. And you know what GameStop will do? Oh, here you go. Here's Amazing Spider-Man. It'll be like, well, we don't have that, but we have this. Yeah. Like oh, this it's one. it new? Oh, yeah, it's the... spanking new. It's the same thing. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man game. <laughs> hey, little Johnny, I got you the Spider-Man game. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. This is not the Spider-Man game I wanted. <laughs> You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's gonna happen. Oh, my games, Spider-Man, Grandma. I got you, Spider-Man. <laughs> They're the same thing. That's what man said. <laughs> it, this one's amazing, Spider-Man. See, it's better. And it's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. No, Grandma. No, you're mistaken. Yeah. Um, is that all you had to say about Spider-Man? Or? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I can talk and talk and talk. But, uh, but yeah, it's, like I said, first chance to get. Go play it. I will. Just stop rubbing it in my face. Um, I think it's really neat. So, like, they really emphasize Parker's no-killing policy. Um, policy. So you get into, like, yeah, was his rule. You get into a couple uh, like rooftop fights quite often, um, and you can like during the fight, you can web off the roof. Um, yeah, but what with that? as they fall, as they fall, like a web will reach out and grab and stick them to the. <laughs> so 
So even when you try to kill guys. Yeah, you're not killing them. Oh, okay. Now there's some definite moves that would kill somebody probably, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, if you punch me up in the air and then hit me a bunch of times, <laughs> I'm probably gonna die. I'm pretty sure you. I'm, I'm pretty sure you would die neck. after getting punched the first time. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah. if for someone to hit you hard enough to make you fly into the air significantly, <laughs> yeah, you're dead. There's a move that he does where uh, <laughs> you can jump in the air, grab, whip them into the air, with those webs, just swing them around and slam them into the ground. It's <laughs> vicious, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty gnarly, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. From what I've seen in the combat, so um, like I said, the combat. Even though I played quite a bit of Arkham, it was a little bit different to get used to because it doesn't. There's two things you can do. You can crazy, um, which is pretty stylish. There's a couple things you can do, like you can swing between their legs and kick them from behind, all that kind of stuff. But um, if you time it just perfect, one of the first skills you unlock is a, is a perfect dodge. So as you're dodging, like somebody punching you, you can web them in the face real quick. So their defense is down. You can just wail on them. Um, and like one of the last skills you can unlock is, uh, it's like say somebody's shooting at me. And if I dodge just perfectly, I web them in the face and then I can web zip over to them and just knock them out. But it's, it's very comp. It's not like, you know how Batman was, you know, Somebody hits at me and I block it and then punch him back. There is no damage given for Spider-Man when he dodges. He doesn't counter at all. So that's up to you to follow up. Yeah, which I I think I like a little bit more because yeah. I mean that's not what Spider-Man would do. He's not an experienced fighter. Well, he is in this game, but he's not trained through several martial arts like Batman is. He's That's true. taught That's himself, essentially. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't really think of that. Yeah. Well, you should have, Joe. You should have. Oh, wow. You should have. You're a terrible Spider-Man. And now, you can't man. Buy, and now you can't buy Spider-Man. I'm just a man. You're not allowed. Insomniac has locked your system out of it. I'll just buy Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. It's the same thing, right? It's the same game. <laughs> it's the same dang thing. <laughs> I told you. Um, and then, like, you can do these web zips, which are awesome. Um, but, like, and I thought, because I'm sure you've seen the gameplay of where you're trying to take down the helicopter that's got the air conditioner hanging from behind it. It was played at one of the E3s. Um, yeah. But there's a couple parts where, like, you web zip through, like, falling debris and all this kind of stuff, and it, like, slows down. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to put that in the game. They're just showing off. But 100%, that is in the game. You can do that several times throughout the game. Several times? Um, yeah, well, there's parts where I was like, holy crap, they just put this in the game. <laughs> like, there's no way I thought that would be. Like, there were a couple times where I was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking yeah, of Marvel, um, Iron Fist came out this past week as well. Woo! Woo! Season two. I just got into season one. Um, I'm episode five. 
episode five in oh. season two, um, okay. where like Davos just got the fist. Um, oh. Spoiler alert, Dan. Yeah, spoiler it's on. in the trailer. It's in the trailer. <laughs> well, I didn't watch My the trailer. Yet. I actually didn't watch um, the trailer before I watched the season, so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, like I figured that so, the bad guy was gonna do something, and then like second episode, he mentions taking from Danny his birthright, and I was like, he's getting the Iron Fist. Yeah. That's upsetting. Um, okay. Honestly, I I've always found the show a little difficult to watch, um, for a couple of reasons. Question for you though. Question: yeah. What would you yeah. say is more difficult to watch, Luke Cage or Iron Fist? Luke Cage is much more difficult to watch. Right, <laughs> because the downtimes, the downtimes in Luke Cage are very down. I don't care about these people's right. lives. I've not they, they they've not gripped my attention enough. Whereas right. like with Daredevil, the downtimes are very. It's like a, it, it becomes a law show. And what they yeah. a superhero. <laughs> what yeah. they do that, very brilliantly that. with most of these shows is during the downtimes when there's not action. Is they will let they they will build an arc so that you can connect with these characters and better get yeah. acquainted with their lives. Whereas yeah. in Luke Cage, the only person they really do that really well with is Misty Knight, the detective. Uh-huh. And I like her so far in this season. She's pretty good. Of, uh, oh, season two. Right. Um, the what keeps me going in Iron Fist is the martial arts because uh, yeah, I know very good. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be it's a good cool. fight coming up. Yeah. Um, and I still, I still, and I'm the from season one to season two, holy crap! Like the com, the the choreography is on point. Um, and I feel like the character development of Danny is too, but he still just feels so whiny to me. <laughs> it actually gets better towards. Uh, I think after episode, he gets to okay. May I take over with the Iron Fist thing? Yeah, yeah. Listeners, sorry. no, no, you're fine. Um, I, I, I enjoy your input, and you've actually seen part of season two. I know they want all of our input except for Joe's. Well, we can get Joe's input on what <laughs> he thinks cares. of first season. <laughs> for what he thinks of the first season so far. How far in yeah. are you, Joe? First season. I just got. I just finished the second episode, so. Dude. Okay. It's not, not very. You're killing far. us. You're killing us. <laughs> Do something for the podcast. You know. No, you don't. Quit yeah. lying oh. to me. No, listeners, my wife is out of town. I've got literally no life. So from the time I got off Saturday afternoon till Sunday evening, I watched the entire second season of Iron Fist. Oh, jeez. If that tells you anything. And I slept till 3 o'clock in the afternoon Sunday after going to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. So, yeah. yeah. It shows you how much I'm doing. That's 10 hours. That is 10 hours worth of episodes. That's that's 10 hours. Still disappointed, though. It's shorter than season one. So much. It's it's better. Like season one, they struggled with their choreography to make it a good groove motion. Danny added that in. Whereas it looks very 80s kung fu movie, very Mm -hmm. scripted, very, and it's noticeable. Whereas the first fight of season one was like that. Three guys and Danny were fighting. Yeah. Was fighting the people by the armored truck in season two, and it was very much like that. You could see one coming at him, like at a time, and you could see that. And you could wa- <laughs> you'd watch. You could even see one guy a glimpse of him in the corner of the screen. He was bobbing, like keeping motion and step to when he was supposed to step in and slice. But after that, it got better. I noticed that, and I was like, "That's that's rough." But then 
after that, the first Davos fight, which is the second fight of season two, instantaneously f- switches, completely fixed, 100%. It's very oh, yeah. great, very, very fluid, smooth. Um, if you're more into gritty fight scene rather than showy kung fu, kung fu shows and movies, they're not going to be gritty. They're not going to be, they're going to be showy because that's the yeah. brilliance of the kung fu. That's how it goes. Whereas in the in the first one, I had troubles seeing Danny as the greatest martial artist on the earth, which is what the yes. artist is. Dan, Daniel Rand is the greatest martial artist in the comic books, and I didn't see that. He was so beatable by everyone he fought. Everyone he fought did damage. Like, whereas this one, there's only one very very brutal fight scene you do, and it's in a cut scene. You go back to Kung Lun, and he is fighting Davos for the right to win the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. That scene is brutal, and he takes a beating, and Davos takes a beating. After that, like he fights and he takes beatings, but it's not nearly as like it, I can. He's believably now he's and he's still getting there. I realize he's still young with the Iron Fist, but he's getting there. So yeah, slight spoiler alert if you haven't watched the trailer. Um, Daniel Rand, Danny Rand loses the Iron Fist. It is stolen from him by the enemy Davos, by his enemy Davos, who was his best friend. One thing I do really like about Danny is his, he's his loyalty to his friends and those he cares about. Because then, for the whole entire show, he, he's he's saying everyone's like, "We've got to kill Davos. We just got to kill him, like full out, drop him, kill." you know, shoot him in the head, kill him. And Danny's like, no, I can talk to him. I can talk to him the whole time. Even as you watch Davos sink further and further into this black abyss that is no turning back from Danny's. No, let me reach him. Let me reach him. I can, I can talk to him. I could, I could get him to understand so on and so forth, you know? And it's just, yeah, it's really good. Um, storyline wise, brilliant story. One of my favorite things that they have been doing with, um, with it started in Iron Fist season one a little bit. They have this in the comics. They have what's called the Daughters Daughters of the Dragon, which is a private detective agency with Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. Mm. Slowly, they've been building into that through these shows, like the Iron Fist, where where is where you meet Colleen Wing and the Defenders and Luke Cage season two, and now this, now this one almost springboarded, not complete. It wasn't there yet. It's still not there, but I can see in the future them making a Daughters of the Dragon, a show to kind of go along with that. Because they springboarded, and what I really love is the the banter between Colleen and Misty is just brilliant in all of these shows. It's just, it was kind of subpar until Misty lost her arm, which was mm-hmm. in the Defenders. And then it just took off, flew, and their banter is brilliant. Yeah, they have really good banter between them. Okay. And... Listeners, I'm not going to spoil this. I'm not going to talk about my thoughts of the ending because Joe wants to watch through it. But yeah. later on, I will I will talk about 
um, the ending, what I thought of it once Joe can actually catch up. Yeah. Get on, get on the bus, Joe. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks but I will once say, we once we all finish it, we'll we'll bring it up again. Yeah, I will say sure. I don't know if Danny, you've gotten this far. One of the plot mm-hmm. points was that Danny Danny Rand was doubting himself in this. I'm not going to spoil anything, but after he lost the fist, he's like, I don't know what it means to be the Iron Fist. I shouldn't be the Iron Fist. I shouldn't have ever tried to be the Iron Fist. So now Davos stole it from him. Now they've got to find a way to get it back from Davos, which is an obvious plot point. We're like, oh, Danny has to get the Iron Fist back. He has to get it back because otherwise he's not Iron Fist. Well, and I did not watch the trailer, so I don't know what I can say and what I can't say about Davos having the Iron Fist. Yeah. I'm not sure. Did it show Davos... With the Iron Fist much in the trailer, or just that he had it, like, a quick Not thing. a lot. It just kind of showed okay. that he had it for a bit. Okay. Well, um, there, he gets to a point where he's like, I'm not going to take the Iron Fist, and then he talks to Colleen about possibly taking over as the Iron Fist. Instead of himself. And then that becomes right. the goal to give Colleen the heart of the dragon, which, in which in turn gives her the iron fist. And I won't tell you how it ends, but hmm. yeah, it's interesting, and and you got it. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it's it. It's not so bad. Far, no, it's so, a good I mean... ending. The ending is really good. Like I was getting, they were going with a plot line that was kind of bugging me, and so I was kind of like. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. And whereas, like, the whole Colleen Wing plotline, she has to take the Iron Fist. I was like, that's interesting. That could be very interesting. But then, like, the plot went certain ways, and I was like, ooh, no, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And then they fixed it in, like, the last, like, two minutes of the of the season. And I was nice. like, okay, I can dig it. I, I'm fine with that. So, um. Yeah. Also, I mean, speaking of Netflix and and uh, Marvel shows, they recently released a uh, teaser for um season three of uh, what's it called? Um, Daredevil. Daredevil. I'm Daredevil. so excited! Yeah. I'm so excited! It's it's him sitting in the uh, case. You haven't seen it yet. It's him sitting in the confessional booth talking to the priest, basically talking about how well, you don't he. Well, you don't. You never see him, but you. Would, I mean, I assumed that he was there. Well, um, or Matt Murdock just goes to confessional to talk to himself. Did, did it show him? In I don't. Begin, know. In the beginning, it shows him. But he's talking about how he's not Murdock anymore, and he basically wants to strike down everybody that. Uh, talks bad about him um kind of um but uh what i thought was pretty neat is they posted uh, along with it uh job twelve twenty two, um which says he discovereth deep things out of the darkness and bringeth out the light the uh, bringeth to light the shadow of death um because daredevil is is a very religious he's, he's heavily heavily catholic right um 
But uh, I thought that was kind of interesting that they threw that in there. And people were saying that 1222 is going to be the release date because all it said at the end was coming soon. So, um, but I could see November ish, probably. Hmm. Um, Hopefully sooner rather than later. I was thinking about that after after I finished Iron Fist. One good thing about Iron Fist season two, I watched Luke Cage. It took me about four days to watch Luke Cage season two. All four of those days, it felt like more of a chore than, yeah. ooh, more story. Whereas Luke Cage Season 2 is a great storyline. If you have not seen it, watch it. It's good. Don't try to binge it over a three-day period. It's just Luke Cage is not meant to watch like that. There's no way. It just it kills to watch like that. So you'll get into the story. You'll love it. It's great. But, yeah, just take, take a couple weeks. Watch a couple yeah. episodes a day or so on. Whereas Iron Fist, I watched it over a day and a half or a, pretty much like actually pretty much a day. And <laughs> it was fine. I had no problem watching that much Iron Fist. In fact, it was enough it was- to keep me engaged and keep me going, wanting to keep watching it. So My only very, very good. I have problem like trying to get myself motivated to watch it. Because um, mm-hmm. like I, I have it downloaded on my phone, and when there's downtime at work, I'll sit and watch as much as I can. Right. Um, but I always have a problem because I just I always know okay, there's gonna be an awesome action scene, some blah blah blah, and I kind of want to know how the story ends up. Mm-hmm. But I always just it, it starts off so boring. I feel like, and then once I work through that, then I'm like at the end of the episode, I'm like oh, I gotta watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if I sat down and watched them back to back to back, I wouldn't have a problem. Right, it's just getting that start up, which is why I never started Luke Cage season two, because well, I got halfway through the first season and I was like, oh, mm, not yeah, really this, interested. I will say Luke Cage season <laughs> two improved hugely on okay. season one for sure. Watch Luke Cage season two when you have time. I would say that one's yeah. one. Seriously, watch a couple episodes at home every night. Don't okay. Don't try to don't try to sit down and watch it back to back. If if some of some of you listeners may have got into it like that, cool beans. There's no way I couldn't. I mean, I watched it over four days. I think there's like ten episodes on that, ten hour long episodes or twelve or something. That's three <laughs> episodes a day. It was too much. I was just like, I hate my life, and I had to watch more and more. Well, I watched it. I think I watched it in a three day period over a five day span. So I didn't watch it every day, which would have been better. But I was just like, I gotta keep watching. I gotta rate this for the podcast. I gotta keep watching. And it was just so much. It's like watch an episode or two, maybe a day, if that, and then just let it roll like that. Watch an episode a day. That's yeah. actually that would be pretty easy. Watch an episode a day. You'll finish it in about twelve days. It's a great story. It's got a great villain. Um, Luke Cage season two is good. The ending was very stupid. Be prepared for a very bad ending. <laughs> Because yeah, literally, well, it turned one. It was. Is it far enough in? If I spoiled it for you guys, would you would you hate me for? I, I heard it, so go ahead. Oh, okay, well, listeners, if you don't want to hear the spoiler, if you'd rather watch it, skip ahead for a couple minutes. Okay, two or three minutes, not too long. Anyway, Luke Cage season two. The whole time he's struggling with this moral compass of. I could just walk in and kill people. I could just walk in and brutalize people. And throughout the show, that's what he's doing. He's like snapping people's arms, just destroying people. And you see him kind of getting darker and darker and darker until finally his girlfriend's like, you've got to stop. This is enough. And she leaves him 
the nurse, I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She leaves him, and which is a wake up call for him, obviously. And he's like, I got to do this better. And he starts doing it better. And he's kind of like going through. And then com- comes the episode with Iron Fist, Danny Rand in it. Best episode ever. Wow. I loved that episode. That was an amazing. Oh, actually, that was probably one of my favorite Marvel Netflix show episodes ever. Standalone, that episode was just incredible. Anyway, sorry. Mm. As I as I glean over the best episode of Luke Cage season two, and Danny starts kind of getting that. Well, first of all, Danny Rand, Iron Fist, and Power Man were a duo in the comic books as well. I don't know yeah, if they'll ever do a yeah. Well, no, they were called Iron Man or Iron Power Man and Iron Fist though. They were their own duo outside of the Heroes for Hire. Mm. Whereas where they were a thing together, um, Iron Fist taught Luke Cage Kung Fu. He helped him meditate and kind of clear his mind and chill. But anyway, towards the end of the show, you see Luke kind of making peace with his demons, kind of getting away from the brutality and all that, going back to, you know, I'm the good guy. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more powerful than everyone, so I've got to be careful with myself. And then, like, last episode, I kid you not, Last episode, last 10 minutes of the episode, he instantaneously turns into the bad guy. Yeah. Luke, Luke Cage. Huh. Yeah. Doesn't he like ends up like running the crime syndicate in Harlem, doesn't he? What? He, yeah. He becomes the head crime syndicate yeah. guy of Harlem. How does that because, Well, what happens is the one, the <laughs> one lady that? from season one, you know, what's the main? Like the city The politician lady. I forget yeah. her name. She leaves him the bar, Harlem's Paradise. They're on saying in her letter, leaving it to him, that it will corrupt him. And that's why she wants to leave it to him. Which the lawyer then reads to Luke Cage's face. It will corrupt you. That's why I'm leaving it to you. He then, instead of going, I don't want it, giving it to her daughter or being like, burn that place to the ground, goes, yeah, I can run it like this. I can make Harlem a better place like this. And instantaneously, you see you see him in the at the in the second story of the club, looking out on the crowd in his three piece suit, looking like a mob boss. It's, it went. It was such a twist, like a turn, and it wasn't a good turn. It was like redemption, redemption, redemption. Bad guy, out of nowhere. I'm talking left field, yeah. and it was yeah, it was so irritating. And it I was watching made that, a lot of like, people really angry. Well, it didn't make sense, though. Like, if they would have built into that, like, he was getting brutal, and he was struggling, and he was getting more brutal. And then he's kind of seeing the light, but he's still trying to differentiate from brutal and not too brutal. And then he just goes, no, you know what? This is stupid, and just goes full-on brutal. If he would have went from full-on brutal to mob boss, made sense. They didn't do that, though. He went from going downhill brutal, kind of catching himself, coming back uphill, trying to be a better man reconciling with his dad all this stuff five minutes last five minutes of the last episode bad guy i'm just gonna take over harlem instantaneously and i was just like you've got to be kidding me it made no sense i was so angry i happen to agree with you what's gonna happen in the next season i'm honestly thinking luke cage will probably be the bad guy for one of the defender the next defenders Probably. Or, like, not the bad guy. bad guy. 
Well, like, not the bad guy, bad guy. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a really big bad guy who was kind of working the strings behind the scenes. Whereas Luke Cage yeah. is going to be a heavy stumbling block until they finally snap him out of it. In which case, I kind of hope that they... I hope that they cut Luke Cage, the show. Don't get rid of the actor, just the show. It's really hard as a standalone show because it's hard to work with that type of superhero. I would say start adding Luke Cage to Iron Fist. Change up Iron Fist. Don't just call it Iron Fist. Call it... Call Iron it, Cage. Well... Luke, Luke Fist. <laughs> Luke Fist. Well, you could call it Power... Yeah. You could call it Power Man and Iron Fist. Or Power and Fist or something like that. I don't know. Power like Fist. Some... <laughs> anyway. Fisting Iron. <laughs> Fisting iron. <laughs> oh man! But that one episode where I saw with Luke Cage and Danny Rand, just their the way they worked together, and that was when he was getting back to his peak of, I've got to be the good guy. I've got to be the good guy. I can't go brutal on everybody. I'm just too powerful. That was, oh, it was such a brilliant episode. It was just yes. So I don't know. Whereas overall, Luke Cage season two, it is still worth the watch, even with that left wing turn or right wing turn or that turn into left field that's out of literally nowhere. It's still worth a good watch. Just don't try to binge it because that won't happen. Like, but yeah. Ooh, cool. I figured mm-hmm. out why. I'm gonna go over just real quick the Netflix why some of them are so hard to relate with, such as Luke Cage. You've got so different powers, whereas Daredevil is so easy to relate to because he's a human being. Yes, he's got insane sonar ability and whatnot and so forth. And yes, that's superhero-esque, but he's still a man. He takes a hit like a man. He gets up like a man, and he keeps fighting like a man. And it's so easy to get engulfed in that and be like, yes, yes, yes. Then you get a character like Jessica Jones. She takes a hit from a normal person. She's fine. She walks out, whatever. She's like, really? That's the best you got? What they did with her show, since she's powerful like that, instead of making it a physical, you've got to be physically better than her, so on and so forth. They made it mental. Her shows are very mental torture towards her. She's very yeah. caught between. Whereas the second season, they added in that. I'm not going to go too far into the second season. I don't know if you guys have watched that yet. Not yet. Um, it's good. Seriously, I watch it. it. You can you can binge that one. That one's amazing. Anyways, but second season they added in a little bit of a factor of brute force that can rival and be better than her own while keeping the whole. I don't know what to do, I'm freaking out, I don't know what to do type thing. And it helped you stay engaged with Jessica Jones, even though she's more powerful and in a fight, she's pretty much better than everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Danny Rand, it's the same thing. He's he's human. Yes, he's got the iron fist. The first one was about, was kind of, he was whiny and teenage I get it. But he was relatable because he's human and he's he's he can break like this. So it's easy, it's better. Whereas Luke Cage, the problem with Luke Cage, he is so much more powerful than everybody. And they tried to, they made the whole show about him surprising everyone with how powerful he is or how bulletproof he is. 
That's what it seems. Whereas like. you can't do that. You cannot do that with a show. That's a good start of ramp up to the show. That's fine. But there was no force through the entire show, even the last episode of season one. There was no force that could reckon with Luke Cage. There was no fear that Luke Cage was going to get beaten. There was no nothing. Yeah, Whereas the one time his life was in danger. Yeah, there's no way to connect to that. You can't connect to this ultimate power that's just completely powerful. You can't do it. There was it Plus that show, it didn't have um, the mental level like Jessica Jones did where it's like I'm mentally breaking and I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. So there was no connection there. So there's no connection drawn to this show. To top it all off, the show ran very slowly. There was just so few and far between. And then the one time that he actually does get hurt with an exploding bullet, the thing that the nurse does to fix him makes him even more impenetrable. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he gets shot with the same exploding bullet in season two. And it bounces off of him. It just hits him and falls to the ground, then blows up on the floor. Yeah. Which they added that in. But season two, he comes up against a force that's like, I'm just as powerful as you are. I'm faster than you are, and I'm going to beat you. And mm-hmm. so that it makes it more interesting and easier to follow through with. Whereas they tried to add the mental struggle, which the mental struggle they added through the whole show is good. But made no sense where it dies is it made no sense at the end where he went from I've got I can be better. I can be better for this woman that I love. I can be better for the people of Harlem. And then, boom, I'm going to take over Harlem because that's the only safe way to actually make Harlem a better place. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, not cool. So that's why it's so hard to watch and get through Luke Cage. Hmm. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really planning on watching Luke Cage. It just just didn't seem honestly interesting. Honestly, watch season two. Watch the recap for season one right before season two. That catches you up on season one. That's all you got to do. And then watch season two. Just take your time with it and watch season two. You'll you'll enjoy season two. It's very good. Very good fight scenes. All that stuff. Very cool. Um. If anything, watch season two of Luke Cage to see the banter between Colleen Wing and Misty Knight. Oh, yeah. That's good. Brilliant. Or, so and about, and that one shows. episode with Danny Rand. Amazing. Amazing. Those, I kid you not. Just shows seem brilliant. to blend more than any other ones. It's because of the Daughters of the Dragon thing and also because the Iron Fist and Power Man were a duo in the comic books. Yeah. Whereas you, whereas Jessica Jones, like you don't see Jessica Jones really partner up with anybody in the comic books. Like she does, but not anybody they're making shows now for. You know. Right. Well, I feel like third season of Daredevil's gonna cross over with Iron Fist, probably. I could see that. Because so, well, Punisher is just Punisher is his own entity. I mean, he didn't die or anything, did he? No. No. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't finish season two. Season two. Of, of Daredevil. Se- oh, season two was oh. great, man. I loved it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, but no, because he left um, basically the protection of the city up to Iron Fist. Daredevil did. In the so, Defenders, yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas that was a mental breaking point for Danny Rand in season two. He's like, I've got to protect this city. I've got to protect this city. And he's trying to figure out it, which then is igniting his anger, which is then yeah. making the the heart of the dragon burn brighter in him. And it's clouding his mind and he doesn't know how to handle it. And he's yeah. just like, I've got to use the Iron Fist. I've got to use it becomes an addiction really for him in season yeah, essentially, two. Yeah. He's like, I've got to use What's the Iron that? Fist. And it's kind of just snowballs and messes up and. I don't, I don't know the chronological order to even watch those shows. Um, Daredevil I'm season one and the two. Defenders. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me. I got you. I got you, man. Okay, Daredevil okay. season one and two, and then Jessica Jones season one, Luke Cage season one, Iron Fist season one, The Defenders, and then Jessica Jones season two, Luke Cage season two, Iron Fist season two. Well, Punisher is after the Defenders as well, but there wasn't really a connection between Punisher and the Defenders. It was just his own thing. No. So, which makes sense. Frank Castle is, in the comic books, his own entity. He's yeah. seldom works with some other superheroes, but you more often see him fighting with other superheroes than working with yeah. other superheroes. He works quite a bit with Spider-Man. The Punisher does. Yeah, he he which works more frequently with Spider-Man. Uh -huh. Which is really weird because Spider-Man has that – because you see the Punisher and Daredevil fighting a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. They fight all the time because the Punisher is like, I'm just going to kill everybody. And Daredevil's like, you can't do that. And so it's yeah. constantly fighting, fighting, fighting. Whereas you would think him and Spider-Man would say, have that same moral code thing. Spider-Man's more of like gonna... he stops him before he does it without even asking him. He just does yeah. it. And he's like, oops, looks like you can't kill him. Right. But, but uh, and I could see Frank Castle not messing with Spider-Man too much because he's a kid, you yeah. know. And that's mostly why he doesn't. But there's a one comic book line where um, he ends up training Peter Parker to be take his role as the Punisher, essentially. And he gets like a punish, he gets like a Punisher Spider outfit. It's really cool. He's got the big Punisher skull on I've the front instead of the spider. Yeah, it's I thought really that was like neat. a fan drawing. I didn't realize that was an actual thing. Yeah, it's really really <laughs> neat. It's cool. Yeah, Look, well, yeah, lots of Spider-Man, lots of Marvel this episode. But hey, that's fine. It's what we're passionate about. So, yeah, true. But verdict, you say play Spider-Man. I, I say play Spider-Man. Verdict for Iron Fist season two. Watch Iron Fist season two. If you haven't seen the mm -hmm. first season, watch it. It's a mm -hmm. little hard to get into, but seriously, stick it out. It's worth it. Better as it goes. Yeah, yeah for sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten. It was not the best show I've ever seen, yeah. but with the twists and how they worked it, it was great. I would give it an eight point five out of ten. Eight point seven five okay. out of ten. Very high okay. rating. Very yeah. good show. Seriously, okay. listeners, watch it. You'll, I think you'll I will like definitely it. finish it. Then I figured it'd be a pretty good ending. But... It was seriously the ending at first was disappointing me. And then, yeah. and the, they saved it in the last few minutes, and I was like, "I can dig that." All right, cool, cool. That's a great ending. So, well, yeah, awesome, fantastic. Um, well, uh, what do you I think? think that is that's probably all for the episode. Or did yeah. we have more to say? Or? That's all we have. I, I don't. I mean, we've been doing it for an hour and a half, so okay, let's get ending point. All right. Well, Space well, Cowboys, uh, thanks for listening uh, in to our droning. 
Yeah, sadly, I haven't really been playing anything or uh, watching anything too different. So. Yeah. Or doing yeah. anything. Hopefully yeah, you'll end up really playing Spider-Man here pretty soon. No, yeah. I will say, um, I've never really been into photo mode before. Like, I don't really care about it in most games. But holy crap, does this game offer it fantastically. Hmm. My hard drive is filling up very quickly. <laughs> With a ton of screenshots. I, I just keep taking picture after picture after picture after picture. It's I They set it up can, so well. I assume you right. can do something with them in, in game. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the uh, final boss fight, I took a bunch of pictures. Like a selfie. <laughs> with, yeah. the, with the final boss. He's about ready to kill me. You said there's like an in-game Twitter? Yeah, so there's an in-game Twitter feed that... Uh, you monitor Spider-Man's Twitter, and it's funny because people will be like, <laughs> "Like, how do you have so many suits and change so quickly? That just doesn't make any sense." And um, like the fast travel system is you travel on a subway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like there's one like it was funny. So I was in the spirit suit, which is the uh, Ghost Rider one, mm-hmm. and I'm like chatting up the guy and everything. And then like later on, I was looking at the Twitter feed, and it was like I had the best chat ever with Spider-Man on the subway. He was talking about aliens and and uh, like all this other kind of stuff. The guy's really deep, <laughs> and uh, like just silly little things like that. Like it's it's pretty neat. Um, That's cool. But yeah, I uh, just the small details make it, and obviously the big details. Um, things that were in like the E three trailers and everything, they changed just enough so they're different in the game and they are in that. So, but uh, but yeah. Like I said, rent it, try it, it, buy it. Um, yeah, honestly, it's worth getting with it even being not on sale. So, yeah, I'm sure it will be on sale pretty soon. Though. Um, probably Christmas time. Yeah, that's when I that's that when long. I expect it. But at least rent it so you can figure out yeah. if you like it. I honestly, thank both of you because I know how much you guys like the Arkham games, I really think that both of you would like it, so... I think I would, too. I would like to buy it. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. One day when I'm not poor. Yeah. Yeah. I just dropped $700. So never, then? Oh. So. Oh. Yeah, oh. Dude, car stuff is the worst. It really is. At least no one, uh, drove my car over a curb and popped the tire that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drive your car over the curb and pop the tire. Oh, no, that happened to your car. It did. It did. All it of did. Okay, I thought back about the situation. <laughs> Listen with me, viewers. I'm going to rant a little bit. And yes, it was a woman driver. <laughs> and I'm not Why saying all women drivers upset? are terrible, but that woman driver is terrible. She is anyway. terrible. I hope she's listening. Okay. Yes. I hope. I'm speaking I mean, to that'd you be weird, if you are but, listening. Yeah. Excuse you. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, I'm thinking back to that, and she's like, I swear, I only looked down at the radio for a second and hit, just barely hit the curb. I was like, there's a 50-cent piece size hole in my tire, and my rims look like you tried to shove them through a cheese grater. You're telling me you just hit the curb for half a second? You probably rode that curb for three miles. That's <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Still gives me problems with my car. I Thanks a lot, damage. said person. That's <laughs> a lot of damage. Should have used Flex Seal. 
Well, it's a thousand dollars to get a new actually, rim for that car too. It ended up Jeez. ruining like your axle. Like, was more damage from it than. Initial. Oh yeah. Well, that was the that wasn't the um the back tire is the one with the problem with the most problems. Oh. And it was the front axle that broke, so I can't I can't okay. pin that on her. But yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> but still, well, like but I can't. Still. My tires wear out faster now, so it costs me more money till I can actually save up the thousand dollars to get a new rim for my tire. Jeez, jeez. Oh, the main menu podcast. Talk about yeah. problems where we hate yeah. people, and we love Spider Man. Well, I yeah, Spider Man, and we hate. Anyways. Problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, like we said, like we say every time, please get a hold of us, talk to us. We're lonely. We need um, you. Listeners, <laughs> we need you. Um, <laughs> let us know what we should change, uh, what you would like to for us to talk about, and uh, we'd be glad to listen. So, um, yeah, you guys got any closing remarks? Um, Peace out, Space Cowboys. Keep on keeping on, you know? Fight the good fight. Yeah. Uh, make sure to tune All in. All stereotypical stuff. Uh, next week, we're doing Z&D. So, Woo! Uh, well, actually, not next week, but, you know, next episode you're going to listen to is wow. Z&D. So. Why you lie? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, what yeah. I understand, there's going to be some, some interesting things happening. So, really? um, but, yeah. Should be fun. Yeah. See, we don't know what's um, happening. Yeah, see, I got an inside with the man himself. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, he's your dad. So. Char, oh yeah, our our um, decision maker or game master or whatever he is. Our Mister um, Master. Our Mister Master. Uh, his birthday is actually this this upcoming week, this Sunday. So. Oh really? Um, listeners, if you want to wish him a happy birthday, you can do that at our yeah. Twitter. So, is which at, is the main, main menu podcast. podcast? Yeah, at main at main podcast. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really yeah. appreciate so. some feedback. We got some email awesome. too, don't we? We do. Uh, it's the main menu podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. So send us an email. I know it's not nineteen ninety eight anymore, but send us an email. So yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, snail mail too. Yeah, send us. I mean, send we'll me a pigeon. It. I don't care. Yeah, pigeon. Wow, that's way far back. I mean, I'll send one back. <laughs> Heck, so. send the Wells yeah. Fargo wagon our way. I mean, yeah. a Pony Express will do. Just send too, somebody man. running with a message. <laughs> here, 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 here. The British is coming. The British is coming for you. Space Cowboys are coming. Space Cowboys. I'm a faithful listener. I ran as fast as I could to deliver this message. <laughs> Yeah, it's all sweaty, could. and I can't hardly read the writing. Yeah, oh, wow, this is soaking. Wet. But it either says, I'm going to <laughs> grape you. I hope is that what it says? I'm, I'm going to grape you? Oh, I'm going to grape you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Grape those kids. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. should put up a well, thanks. video. <laughs> if you don't know what Some it is, look up the whitest kids. Greatest. It's the best. Yeah. Thing. Out of context, that probably sounded 
really bad. So very bad, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're not right. in favor well, of doing anything weird to children. In fact, no. No. Dan has children of his own, yeah, and yeah. we love them, and we would defend them with our lives. So, yeah. And and they both, well, not both, but one of them can say Uncle Joey and Uncle Alex. So, yeah. Woo-hoo! In fact, every time she sees the Fortnite logo on on the PlayStation, she points at <laughs> it. Says Uncle Joey, Uncle Joey. <laughs> yeah. She she associates you with Fortnite. How do you feel Joseph. about that? Well, yeah, that's I never thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening again, and we'll, we'll yeah, we'll be coming back at you on Sunday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, Space Cowboys. So y'all take it Have easy. Hang in there.